Hello everyone, Amphiadurant here. Welcome to my podcast, Ancestral Wisdom Evolution. Welcome everyone to episode four of the Ancestral Healing and Evolution podcast. And I'm really pleased to welcome Adagoma Mejias to this interview today. And Adi has overcome many emotional and health problems, which has contributed to make him the fantastic gifted healer he is today. So some years ago, he connected with his spiritual family from the star energy of Arturian, Arturius. And since then, his gifts have opened up and he's now connected more to the other star energies. And from this, he's connected with amazing gifts. He's now an international teacher, completing one-to-one healings, as well as sharing his wisdom to help humanity. So welcome, Adi. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And Adi, where he is in Spain, it's 33 degrees. So uh, I appreciate you doing this interview, considering how hot it is. We've no air con at the moment. So, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes, I've known Adi for a while, and I know he's been on an amazing spiritual journey. So, Adi, um, can you tell us a bit about your spiritual journey, how how it went and how you came to be where you are today? Um, everything started with um, an HIV diagnosed that I had in 94. And in 1994, there weren't the me- wonderful medicines that there were now. And the doctor told me that if I was lucky, I would have, I might live 10 years and who knows what sort of advan- advancements in the medicines. And uh, so my spiritual journey was to have one more year. I was 20. So the, the so the medicines that they were at that time, they will kill you faster. The side effects were horrible. There were 20, 30 tablets that with so much toxicity that so many people die before the times just from the side effects. So there was nothing there apart from what we call alternative. And that's what I did. I started to look at ways to have one more year to sort of to see if I could reach that target of 10 years. But then at the age of 22, the doctors came up with a new system to, to measure the amount of virus in the blood. So the doctor told me that I had between two and four, four years before I, I contracted AIDS. So that really, um, really pushed me to look at new ways. And I started doing meditation, aromatherapy, you name it, I did it. And I discovered Reiki and I did the Usui system from one until master level. Then I moved to the Netherlands after 10 years. Obviously the doctors were wrong. (laughs) wrong. Congratulations. (laughs) And then I came back to London and, and I met you. And I met you and I was in, because I moved to the Netherlands, uh, things didn't work out there. They weren't meant to work out, obviously. And I came back to London and I started to look for shamanic practices because I read a few books about shamanism and they called me. I was attracted to, to shamanism. And then you run that wonderful workshop to meet with the star people. <laughs> And that's when I met my Arcturian family <laughs> and my life just from, from that moment, my life changed but to 180 degrees. It was so, so quick and so advanced. And, and I remember, because previous to this, I didn't have, my gifts weren't awake. I couldn't see auras. I couldn't see chakras. I couldn't, I couldn't see many things. And obviously I was comparing me to, other people and people could see my guides and they could see these wonderful things and I couldn't see anything or feel anything. But after I met the Arcturian family, 
I started to see things, a lot of things, and I hear voices, <laughs> you know, <laughs> from, and, um, and slowly but surely started to, because I asked I ask my Turian family, what, what do I need to do to, to connect with you? And they simply told me, stop, stop faffing around. <laughs> that's what they, you know, that's what they said. Stop faffing around with other energies. They're all wonderful, but they're confusing you because you need to learn to know us. And through knowing us, you know yourself. And that was in 2012. And from there, I mean, it's, it's been Dacturians, me, and just developing different systems and, and yeah that's what brought me here really so I will always be very grateful and thankful that I met you and you know my my adventurous self went to that workshop that changed <laughs> my life <laughs> well just to add something in before um I was teach I was teaching the workshop on different star energies and suddenly I had an awareness also to connect people to our cheering energy so obviously it was there for you to connect in but from what you've been saying the strength and resilience that you you know from that diagnosis and the strength and resilience that you must have gone through emotionally and everything to have the strength to persevere and obviously the help of your amazing guides so can you tell me a bit more about your connection with this star wisdom, um, how you would describe it all? It's, it's actually evolving as I am evolving. At the very beginning, it was mainly focused on, on sound vibrations and using the kind of um, channeling Dacturian wisdom in the form of sound. And slowly I, I, I asked for a way to, to create a space to call the Acturians, because everything was so fast. With them, with us, we don't mess around. <laughs> you know, like, it's the sort of, and my, my brain needed to, to have that sort of switch, that sort of moment of, so I created, uh, or I downloaded a little chant to create a space. And I, I created a way of activating the Arcturian consciousness in people. And initially, it was about that. It was Arcturian healing, we call it. So you could heal other people, heal yourself using Arcturian sounds. But it slowly has transformed into a, a philosophy, a cosmology, we call it now. Because as I evolved and uh, I was able to see more and I was able to receive more information, we're actually dealing at a vibrational level. The whole universe is a big vibration and the whole universe is a consciousness. So now what we are trying, what we're trying now, we are doing is bringing a new paradigm about the human evolution of using vibrations. Because everything, everything is vibrating. Our bodies are vibrating. Everything is creating a sound. And is that higher perspective from the stars, people, that allow me to first question what was happening here with the, with the old paradigm of, of energies? And then using the the methods that were here like shamanism reiki and numerology started to bring this this new way of thinking about reality and i just been reminded oh, i will have people talking to me as i talk <laughs> so <Not really. laughs> um we wanted to bring playfulness because there's this there's a seriousness about the spiritual path, which, <laughs> you know, is sort of, mm. and we wanted to make it fun. 
there's something that you don't hear often about, about tourists is that we have a sense, a wicked sense of humor. <laughs> we, I mean, we, we we love to party in a sort of in our own way. So our cosmology is about a cosmic dance, and life is a dance, and and we find our rhythm. And within our rhythm is what we project, what vibrations we play to the universe. The universe is a big orchestra and we are the conductors and they're waiting for us. So we're bringing, with these metaphors, we are bringing very high level co concepts to simple ways. And um, where before, there was, I mean, I have, I have to read things about quantum physics, about neuroscience, about all these things to be able to understand what, what they were telling me. And now we, we are coming up with a, a new system that is, is, is playful. It's, it, everything that I have learned, we are synthesizing and with the help of not only of Arcturians, but other star races, we are creating this system that is all about dance and playfulness with vibrations. So um, the, the biggest leap for me was to also start in to experience myself as a multidimensional being. Because normally I am known as the Acturian guy. You know? <laughs> sort of, if you want to deal with Acturians, go to him. You know, he's got the he's got the people. <laughs> but then I connected to the lions. And the lion family brought new skills that they, they merge beautifully with Arcturians. But in my head, I was going, so I'm also Lyran. It's like, yes. And then the Pleiadians appear. And I'm going, so I'm also Pleiadian. Yes. And then the Orion came. So I'm also from Orion. And then the Syrians. And I'm like, okay, what's, you know, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it simply is like, for me, it's, my main consciousness, everything that I filter, everything that I experience, everything that my, I, I express and how I see the universe is Arcturian, is the Arcturian way. But then I have all these other families that I can connect to, and each of them have a specific skills that as a multidimensional being, they're myself. And that's another thing that we want to bring is to everybody is multidimensional. We all have different versions of ourselves in other universes, running different programs, different skills, and we can access them. And that's something that um, with the star people is very easily done and to achieve. So that's how we're also bringing these energies and it's to really this is what I mean about the old paradigm. Like it's, it's simple things, like the soul, that, and the body, the bo body mind soul connection. That eventually they go, no, no, no. The body is inside the soul, not the other way around. Because normally the old paradigm says that the soul is the vessel. Oh, sorry, the body is the vessel to the soul, and the soul is inside the body, and and even who said that the soul is, you know, the body is the cage for the souls. You know, it's very, it's very dramatic. I and mean, It's very sort of daunting. And it, it, it creates a, a resentment to, towards this beautiful body that we have. Because <laughs> it, it, it stores a huge amount of information. We have the same ingredients as the cosmos. And we have the same DNA as the cosmos. And all that information is stored here. And that's why it's inside the soul. It took me 
it took me a while to be able to verbalize this because you know normally it would be the other way around. So, the, so there, these are just um, sort of a, little things that um, we are bringing as a new paradigm, especially the 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 the, the body, the wisdom of the body. We 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 have this. A part of our courses, we have um, a level where we just deal with the body as the physical expression of the soul. And it's a it's a wonderful journey. Well, so we think. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're working with the body, what is it that you when you're working with a person about the body? What is the kind of you know aim of the work? Um, um help the person yes is is this is the thing the body is in in, in the actual way in, in our way the body is this beautiful antenna that receives and sends vibrations so when we're working with somebody we want them to to create a, a coherence between the heart and the mind I mean, there are three brains. You know, science says there are three brains. The, the guts, they have as many neurons as the brain. The heart has as many neurons as the brain. So we have three brains that they give information in different ways. The guts, we all know, the intuition, the heart, are those feelings, emotions. And the brain that processes everything. So when we work with somebody healing or a lesson is to get them in touch with all those areas of knowledge, even ancestral knowledge, you, you know it well. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of ancestral knowledge in the DNA. And there's a DNA that they call junk DNA, but that's not junk. <laughs> that's sleeping DNA that needs to be awakened. And that's how when, when we work with the body, we work a lot with the DNA. It's that is that thing, activating DNA, activating the 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 crystal body, crystalline body. And it's all too because at, at the end of the day, the human evolution is going to be done through this physical body for a time being. And the more energy you can hold, the bigger your evolution will be, and the energy is going to be stored in the human body. It's, a, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mentioned to me that it's about helping everyone to become their own star, you know. Even yes. scientists recognize that everyone's stardust. Yes. And it's so, as you say, through your work, is helping it seems people to safely embody more of that energy. And as you said, um, the work is needed to obviously help them to be able to do that um, as your work seems to do. It's, 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 thank you for, for reminding me of that because it's something that we had a good laugh about because in many of my courses, the students, they say, but... I'm human, I'm not a star seed. And we say, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Because from where we are standing, you are star people. It's this egocentric idea that the human has of being human and the rest are star people. But the earth is floating in the cosmos. The earth, the human race, they're star people. It's not like they have this little special place that no, it's even the so-called humans that are star people. And it's, it's those that we are also interested to help, to actually, uh, is, the, the way that we put it is right now they are human beings, but we want them to be human stars. Our aim and, our, and the aim of all the races is to make sure that humanity, they, they take the, pli 
the rightful place within the foundation of light. Because there are star people, but is this idea? No, no, it's, you know, these are the star people. And what about you? Where do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, and it's, it, yeah, it's, 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 I had a moment with, with my family when I was like, oh, I see. And it's like, and it's almost, it's almost like even a, a limitation that the humans create with themselves because I'm only human. But well, who do you think you are? This only human, you're a star being. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's the whole thing, isn't it? As above is below. Yes. And everyone kind of realizing we're made up of um, a whole makeup of our soul, the stars, yes, surface supporting us. There's information within the earth, which is within us. Is that wisdom of all the wisdom of the earth is within us? Yes. So, yes. so yes. of course, there's many people going on rockets and everything, trying to explore, you know, or try to uh, connect with other beings that way. But actually, um we can just connect in our human form and it's been the case as you know for a long time from Egypt time to many times yes. um the Dogen tribe for example knew the existence of Sirius B before it could be identified they used to communicate with that energy before astronomers recognized and they were baffled how they knew about it but they said their ancestors had always communicated with them um, the beings from Sirius B. Yeah. It's, 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 um, it's, it's this idea that was created by religions and, and different institutions to separate and divide the humans. It's when, when, uh, from 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 the cosmos, is 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 that sort of the the toxic the toxic patriarch didn't want the humans to evolve. It's much easier to control humans when they are separated for everything else when they don't know their own power. Is is and that's even even now um, with the, bringing the feminine back. Well, she never left, but this bringing this energy, the way that it has been done, is creating separation because they want to. Well, this is the patriarch, and here we are. The you know he he is the goddess, but we say that now is the time for the lovers. There was a time when societies were matriarch. Now it's been a period of the patriarch. Are we going to go back in a circle? The humans are very good at. Repeating history. <laughs> they certainly are. <laughs> and, and it's that thing, you know, big civilizations, they take the peak and the drop. Big civilization, the drop. And it's that thing, it's like matriarch, okay, patriarch, and now matriarch? No, bring the lovers. The lovers, the mother, the mother, the father, the god, the goddess. But also, that's the, that the, that's the biggest scale. But at the closer scale, male female energy is the mind. Heart energy is the female. And it's a time for the lovers to come together. And that's why we focus also so much on the body. Because, you know, the mind is this horrible place that makes us do things and we turn crazy. And the heart is, you know, the good guy or the good girl. And the mind is... You know, it has these horrible things out there, the ego, the this, the that. But, you know, the creator is no sadist. The creator didn't give us a mind to make our lives difficult. It's just simply we even separated from what the mind is. And it's, you know, when you bring them together, imagine if everybody had the union of the mind and the heart together. Being able to use that, in, you know, that logic with love, 
of you know love logical love that you I have you, you don't you are not driven by your because sometimes the feelings there's they could be overwhelming but you have this beautiful balance between the mind and the heart the male and female it's, it's been there it's just been separated and that's what we call like we we don't call ourselves you know feminist or or whatever we call ourselves unionists. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. That is fantastic. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> so we want the union I love that. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> As I said, we have a wicked sense of you. <laughs> that's why I wanted to interview you, because I know you're both... Uh, a wisdom keeper from the stars and also you're contributing to evolution. Um, so what's your view on how the human can create a new reality and how how is your work contributing towards that? Because I think you have talked already about that, but is there anything more you want to say about it? Because I feel it is contributing to a new reality. Yes, we are creating, we are creating or we have created a language, light language for humans that humans can use. And with this light language, um, which is part of our cosmology, little butterfly cosmology, we call it, um, that we mentioned the dance, but the cosmic dance is done by the cosmic dancer. And the cosmic dancer is each of us. And we all create on a daily basis. And with this creation, we manifest, we manifest. So this language is a language to manifest things. And um, and because we have a sense of humor, <laughs> we have called it the language of symbolic descriptions. And for short, the LSD then language. <laughs> So our LSD language will allow you to 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 really. Um, there are twenty one letters, and with this alphabet and a numer a new a new numerology that we have created, you're able to break down anything. Like into two basic vibration, two basic sounds that you can then use it for healing. And when I say anything, it's anything. Um, recently, let me see what, it was a very long sentence. It's like you write your sentence, I would like a new home. And then um, you get first the numbers for the consonants, like P, D, N, whatever, and then the vowels. And the consonants are the building blocks of your manifestation. It will give you a letter that this letter will have a meaning and will have different vibrations and different energies attached to it. And then the vowels, they are the, the soul, what gives lives. In, in normal language, if there are the vowels that allow us to, to, to have sounds. Like if you only have without the vowels, it's is when you put it at all hot, for example. So that's that's what we have brought a new language for people to manifest the reality. And is the collaboration of all the families, the Atlanteans, Merlin, Odin, and the angels, and the the um we I have named uh, all this team because it's, it's very difficult to start. Not difficult. It takes a while to go. I call my Trian family, my Lyran family. Oh. <laughs> so they gave me the name of Enoch. I've never heard of Enoch before, and that's actually Metatron's name, the book of Enoch. I had to Google this. I was I received this Enoch name and I'm like, <laughs> Enoch, oh, Metatron. Because we 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 work a lot with um sacred geometry, 
and the system has all these things that it has the let's say the the voice of Metatron there. And um, have I explained what else we are doing? Yes. And later on at the end, we'll talk about your oracle cards. But just to continue with the sound, because they say in the beginning was the word. And I know as part of my path, um, I've experienced people when they vocalize directly with the source you just feel that energy is so powerful and so it feels so right that you not not everyone can immediately just connect with that but it's amazing that you're going to teach people in terms of connecting with that frequency and it's you know bringing in a frequency and sound into matter and it's what um as you probably know, in these sacred sites, in these quantum fields, because sacred sites have quantum fields where before us and now, spiritual people have put in frequencies of sounds to help the now and the future. So it's amazing this concept that you will be teaching others this uh, language that's going to bring in a frequency to help them with the lice because uh as you probably know i've come across people speaking light language and you know some are more connected to others but those who are really here and feel that source connection is so um yes i think that's an amazing thing not only for the individual but it's another way you're helping to bring through these high level frequencies as well as training the person how to embody that but also bringing those frequencies into the planet and that's how uh the earth is going to evolve and i think you touched on it that you know i've been told by my teacher in the future it might not happen for a long time but in the future humans will be able to live on the earth without a human body they'll just be a source energy but of course, as you know, is all the work around clearing DNA activations, et cetera, et cetera. But your work is will also help with that. So I just wonder if there's anything else you wanted to say on, on that subject. Um, the... We love sound because it's part of light. That's something that you don't hear often, but in the full range of the frequencies of the light, there's a set of frequencies that are sound. And even scientists, they're able to create light using sound. And um, and we always think of um, light or sound being the physical representation in the same way that the body is the physical representation of the sound, uh, of the soul. Sound is the physical representation of light, and in 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 more scientific way. Um, electromagnetic waves. You have this huge range of waves, from very short waves to that we cannot see, and then comes light, the visible light, and then you have things like infrared and all these things, and you really see that all of them are waves. And what is a wave? A sound. So, so how does that help? That knowledge help? to humans is that there are many that because of their, their own ability, they are not able to feel energies or or feel auras like I used to be, you, you know, not feeling energies or not feeling auras, but you will be able, you will always be able to feel sound. Mm. So, mm. Uh, so yes. mm. sound as a tool to evolve mm. is wonderful. Because 
And it's easy and it's there because when I used to do Reiki, I would be there with my hands and I'm like, I'm not feeling anything. But when we talk or somebody uses a music instrument or they sing, you hear it. You cannot get away from it. And when one one of the exercises that we do is toning and because the voice is the most powerful instrument. And when you do toning, you feel this. The wonderful Buddhist monks and the wonderful mantras. You feel that. So now we are adding a bit extra of bringing a star energy into the sounds. Because you mentioned light language. Uh, I... Obviously, I speak Arcturian light language, and but at the same time, I can understand and I can communicate with all of them. I have, I have, I have talked to um, the um, pray, praying mantis. You know, many. I mean, one of the things that happened to me sometimes is when I'm doing a healing or a session with somebody and they ask me, do I see anybody with me? So, oh yeah, you know, behind you and all this. And and sometimes I talk to them in Arcturian and they understand me because light language, this is where, where I'm going with this, light language is like a universal language that there are all these versions, but we, don't, we all understand each other. Mm. So, with our, with, our, with our LSD language, you will have 21 sounds, 21 words, that they all have meanings behind them. At the moment, it's just meanings about creation. Um, the, the, there are 22, 21 steps of the creative cycle. But that's just the beginning for everybody to then awakening parts that they will start connecting to light language. Because this, this is the, the aim of the game. It's just to for everybody to, to evolve more. To, it's like when you learn a, a human language, you learn English, then you learn Spanish, then the third one is easy or easier. So what we want to do is to do that, to facilitate, to make accessible light language to everybody. That's... That is uh, amazing because when I was writing my book, I, I realized a lot of languages have been lost. And I have a feeling probably the early languages were like frequencies that maybe many people could understand the same language. And I think so many languages have been lost and this kind of, again, this separation from language um so you're bringing through this amazing uh concept of communication that, that everyone in terms of experiences in terms of frequencies in terms of transmissions that everyone can connect with um which is very powerful um because language a language has its Earthly language has its um, resonance and frequency. And it'd be interesting, I, I don't know if anyone's done it yet, to kind of see the frequencies that each kind of language has, but uh, in terms of earthly language. But, yeah, I think it's been a shame so, so many languages have been lost on the earth because I think yeah. they have their own resonance and energy and there was uh, and let me see cymatics cymatics oh yeah, yeah. is i discovered cymatics i don't even remember when it was a long time ago and then and then i can i will i will never I never remember the name of, of the lady because it was a lady that discovered it. 
and her, and her, her name I think was Mary Watson. I can't remember her name, but she she had this. She created this device that now everybody's using it, and and it has been. I don't know now who is saying that invented cymatics. I'm sure it's a man. But, um, you know, some sort of scientist says, oh, yeah, if you put a plate with salt, you get this. But the reason why I'm saying I'm talking about her is that one of the experiments that she did is she put a, a tube with a, a skin, tight skin with sun on the top, and she used the word butterfly. What? And the sun took the shape of the butterfly. Wow. And that's when I saw, when I read the article and I saw the images. Mm -hmm. That's when the sort of something is like there's more to language, is what you were saying. Yeah, so yeah, it, there is, yeah, yeah. The, 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 for example, in Spanish, Spanish is a very patriarch language. Um, in English, you have very, very, a lot of neutral, but siblings, siblings, you're talking about brothers and sisters. Parents are mother and father. But in Spanish, we always tend to go for the male version. So when you say, when you want to say brothers and sisters, you say brothers. So it's a very patriarch. And the way that um, language or Spanish language maps reality, because at the end of the day, language is just a map of reality. It's a, it's a big metaphor of how to describe what is in front of us. Spanish is very much patriarch. And English is more ne neutral, which is uh, that's probably one of the reasons it became so popular among the scientists. Because mm. it's, it's, it has this fluidity to it. But when you go to the Latin languages, it's, um, they're very, especially with the gender, everything is, ma everything is male, female, and everything has an ending. And everything and the grammar is, is 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 very like in a box, puts you in a box. And what do we do with each other? When you know humans are very good at putting ourselves in boxes. <laughs> and then we start we start talking about our realities. And like I've, I've like simple expressions of like how are you? In different languages, they say in different ways. And in, in Icelandic, the way that they said it is, what good news you bring. Isn't it a wonderful way? It's to, literally beautiful. You know, in English, what's up? You know, what's going on? But they go, <laughs> what, what good do you say? And is, is what you are saying that there's there is more to language that we may believe, like, we think of language just as you know sounds to communicate. That, it, that Japanese, oh, I'm very bad with names, sorry. But the Japanese scientists that put words in water. Oh, yeah. it's incredible. Mm. So so I'm always wonder. Because in the Canary Islands, we, we had a, a language different to Spanish. And they make sure that we lost our language. Because our language gave us an, a different identity. Mm. That's interesting, and, a different identity, yes. Because even the, the alphabet is a very sort of iconographic, it's not the Latin alphabet. Mm. And as soon as we go into a language with symbols, you know that there's more power there. Mm. I, I mean, the best example is the the, the runes. You know, the Celts and all these wonderful civilizations, they use the runes, and the runes are magical. Then it came the Latin language, no, 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 you don't use that, because I don't want you to use the magic behind. Mm -hmm. So as you said, how many languages we have lost how much magic and knowledge? Knowledge, yeah. The frequency of word and knowledge connected to the language, a lot of it's been lost. And probably 
the language, early language helped us to be in a better connection to the earth as well. So a lot of that's been lost. So Adi, um, is there any practices you can share or sounds that for our audience? Yes. Um, so to with our new system, we created what we call uh, crystallite essence. And crystallite essence is the fusion of the Blu-ray and the diamond ray. So I'm just gonna share a very simple meditation to fill up your body with the diamond ray. And then from there, we are gonna do another meditation to start creating the temple within. Because this is what what our aim is with this new language is I haven't mentioned this until now, but is to to allow. You know, nowadays we have many temples, beautiful temples out there in many forms. But you know, you heard the saying, "Our bodies, our temple." So we want to really start helping you create that, that temple, helping you. Um, awakening the crystalline body. And then after we do that, you will be ready uh, uh, to, to hear a sound transmission from me. <laughs> I'm excited and I'm going to close my eyes and relax. Too. And is there any, any intention that we should put to the sound transmission? Um, uh, or... I... I... I think if you can do it to uh, protect the mind of humanity, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, uh, I'll have a conversation. Yeah, so take, so to allow the minds of the human to remain connected to the source as their main connection. Wonderful. Are you happy with that? Yes, 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 that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. Asu, Bana, Asu, Bana, Asu, Bana, Sure, Sura. Sure Tura Asu Pana Asu Pana Asu Pana Use Usa Ture Sura Asu Pana Asu Pana Asu Pana Ure Ura Tune Nuka Asu Pana Asu Pana Asu Pana And now imagine there is a beautiful blue ray coming from the cosmos and entering your head, the top of your head. And within this blue ray, there's a diamond ray with millions and millions of speckles of diamonds, like glitter. This is a crystallite essence. And you're gonna feel your head, your brain, your eyes, your ears with the essence. And they're gonna start activating all the neurons, all the DNA, the crystalline body. It's like explosions, fireworks of diamonds inside your head. And then you're gonna go down to the neck and your throat is gonna be filled with this crystalline. Your vocal cords, they're gonna be able to start talking the light language. And if not, 
to start getting the sense of the vibration of the light language. Then into your shoulders, arms, hands, fingers. Then from the shoulders, the upper back, the middle back, and the lower back. And the chest, the abdomen, the pelvis, the hips, the legs, the feet, and the toes. And now bring your attention to your heart center, to the middle of the chest. And in the middle of the chest, you're going to see a four-point star created by the crystallite. This is the beginning of the Arcturian gold diamond heart. The inside of the four-pointed star is made out of diamond and it has a coat of gold, but the gold is no metal. It's actually a mineral. Imagine if gold was a crystal, that's what you have. And now I start a, a rhythmic breathing with a rhythm, a simple rhythm. And as you breathe in, the star contracts. And as you breathe out, the star expands. We're gonna do this seven times. In, contracts, out, expands. 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 And now this start is going to go through a mitosis and it's going to divide itself into two. And you're going to have one star inside the other. You now have two stars. And now with the breathing in, both of them contracts out, both of them expands. In, contract, out, expand. In contracts, out expands. In contracts, out expands. In contracts, out expands. In contracts, out expands. And now again, those, the second star is going to go through hematosis and it's going to divide into another one. And you're going to have three stars, one inside the other. And with a rhythmic breathing, in contracts, out expands. 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 In contracts, out expand. Now just relax. And the sound transmission will start with intention, as you mentioned before. Inaye mare naye tahe yaro naye O naye ratashi arehe yano ho Nare Amnea yera no hatia, nesa yera yer. 
Om shiati heaneya heaye he shiatu. Moa おんあんいえなないやなほわてなへらねいえらほおんいやまいやねやほらばしやこまへへおんいつさけしやらないえらとへもらないやらなへらてはおないや And when you are ready, you can take three deep breaths to anchor all those wonderful vibrations into the here now. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. That was amazing, Adi. Um, when you, so when you said meditation, I'm thinking like, go into a thing. But it was like the sounds were helping to build up this. Uh, and then the stars in the heart, in alchemy, we've, you know, sometimes done the star in the heart. And then you, but never before, like this layer and layer. So it's like as if you're creating this gateway for receiving. And uh, the transmission, I could feel it all over my head, particularly this side. So powerful. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> all channeled in the moment. Amazing. Yes. So, uh, so yes. So, um, you are recently developing some oracle cards. Yes. So, I'd, yeah, if you want to, you know, kind of briefly tell us about us and when you think they're going to be published and how people can get them, <laughs> or if you don't know when they're going to be published, just kind of, yeah. Oh, that's my two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, okay, the, the Oracle Cards is part of our cosmology and is, is 58 cards and we call it the Cosmic Dance and it's with a, a device we have created. We call it the Divine Matrix. The Divine Matrix is a, an interface that will allow people to manifest. It's all about manifestation. I mean, it's about creation. So there, were, there is, we have also created a, a individual matrix and we, and we have something that we call seal portal that connects to the divine matrix. So the individual matrix is like the keyboard and the, the screen programming that. So the, the Oracle cards are that. Uh, um, there are also 58 steps of, of, of the cosmic dance. We have done this this way that the cosmic dance starts with a, with a rhythm. You actually, it starts in chaos because you have so much information that it feels chaotic. In a, and then you find the rhythm. There's always a rhythm when you stop and you look within all these things, vibration movement, you find the rhythm you want to manifest, you want to, and from this rhythm, you then find the inspiration because you have 
this original thought without form. And then you find the inspiration to put this original thought into something physical. And once you have this inspiration, you start looking for the components to really bring it into physicality. And, the, and that's what we call the composition. And the final part is the symphony, where you are really embodying what you want to manifest, a new job, a new car, a new house, or a new relationship, or, or telepathic skills, or holidays, anything. And, that, and those oracle cards, they have codes with sounds, and the oracle cards will come with a meditation, with a transmission, and they're playful. So you can play with them. It's all about the game, so when you put you can use it as a normal reading, but you can also do, um, uh, my dogs are going to start, they're starting to, that's oh, why I'm laughing. Yeah, yeah, sir. <laughs> and, um, and supposedly, um, they're supposed to be published this month. <laughs> but... Because the cosmology, the oracle cards are part of the cosmology, and the cosmology is part of the Ishka system, the, the, the system with the language. We are now going to do the whole thing. So I'm writing a book with the cosmology, the Ishka system. Oh, and... oh that makes sense. They're linking together. Because when you will use the LSD language to program and we're bringing them together. So it won't be one oracle, but there will be three oracle sets. <laughs> three oracle sets, one with the, with the cosmology, another one with the, with the language, and the final one with the 21 members of my star family, the Acturians, with the 21 Acturians that they will, they, they would play a part on, on all this. So the book and the whole system is meant to be, is meant to be, I just been sort of gone. Yeah. To be, it's gone to be. <laughs> it will be completed at the time, you know, you know, I've written a book and you'll know when it's completely ready and it'll probably be for the time it's needed. So when I published my book, my guides were nagging me to publish it in 2020. It's called Illumination of Shadow, and that was a year of COVID. So your book will come out as and your cards exactly at the time where there's a kind of um I kind of feel I think 2024 is a, an important year. So um but whatever it will come out exactly the time it needs to come out. Yeah. The, the target that they have given me. The deadline <laughs> is for September this year. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> but but um, I only receive information when it's needed. Yeah, so yeah. I so I don't freak out. I don't go, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah, you, you understand very well. It's like, first it was an oracle card, then appeared the language, then appeared this, and I'm like, uh okay nobody told us like fine so because i'm sure there will be a few more surprises along the way so and we are not that far away from 2024 yeah i think 2024 is a interesting year yes yeah. yeah everyone needs to brace themselves but uh the spiritual people will be the supporting well from a, numerolo a numerology point of view, this year is seven, and seven is the mind. So this year is about expanding mind logic. In numerology, the seven is logic of a, a spirituality. So it's, it's, a, it's not that it's controlling it, but it's about being able to rationalize all your spiritual knowledge and know how to put it into practice. And then next year is number eight. Oh, eight. Oh, gosh. It makes sense. Aha. And you are... Spiritual power. Yes, yes. So, so, you know, 
you become a master with your mind, and next year you put it into practice. Because as you know, the eight is as above, so below. As below, so above. Eight or infinity, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's about, yeah, expansion, as you said, the spiritual expansion. So, and that's why the book needs to be the book, <laughs> Oracle Cards, that we're yeah, everything. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and it will be available. Obviously, Amazon, my website, and different places that I don't know yet. You know. So, Adi, how can on that note, how can people contact you? What's the name of your website, and how can they contact you? Uh, your social Little butterfly. Media. Little butterfly. Surprise, surprise. Little butterfly. Uh, dot. Es for Spain. The and yeah, and they have all the information there. Adi, thank you for an extraordinary interview and also for that amazing transmission, which is really important that we need at this time. And it's amazing how you can just connect in and bring through a transmission for whatever is needed. So I thank you and your amazing spiritual guides. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you.